Welcome to episode four of the Rethinking Church podcast, where we take a few minutes to inspire church leaders as they rethink what it means to to lead within the church, what it means to be the church and do ministry as the church. My name is Tim, and I'm excited to be able to spend these few minutes with you today. I want to start us today by going to Matthew chapter 28, beginning at verse 16. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them still doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority on heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We know this as the Great Commission, the final mission and instruction and the work that we have been assigned by Jesus. It's something that we talk about, something that we understand. It was probably a part of your ordination service in some way as a pastor. We understand We understand that as church leaders, as teachers, as mentors, as department leaders, or those who serve in a ministry, that ultimately our work is to make disciples, to make disciples who make disciples. The problem is we get easily distracted from this task. We get pulled aside and we we start to work on something else. We start to work on building the church. We start to work on attracting more people to our gatherings. We start to work on making better music and more interesting sermon topics in an effort to draw in more people to our church. And then we look to how can we build better or bigger buildings? How do we how do we solicit bigger budgets and, and raise more money and do bigger events and bigger things? And, and how do we make our church grow and get bigger? It doesn't usually start with that kind of language. It usually starts with language of impact and kingdom and making a difference and reaching people. But it doesn't take long until our emphasis on people shifts to being emphasis on programs. It doesn't take long until staff or volunteer leaders in the church are focused on running ministries instead of making disciples. It's really easy to get off track. But if we go back right here to our mission, we hear Jesus invite us to focus on people. Early on, after we restarted and created Hydrant Church here in Goldsboro, North Carolina, things were difficult. There were Sundays that we would would limit the number of seats in the room to as few as possible, spreading them out, the rows, the chairs, as much as we could, so that whatever few people came in would make it feel just a little bit more full. Don't tell me you haven't tried those things before. The only way you have it is if you have pews bolted to the floor. Now, the thing is, we can play all of those tricks, but when we stand up and we look out on an empty room, it can be hard to preach sometimes. 
And I can remember one of those early, early Sundays. I had gotten up at the beginning of the service to welcome people. And as I stood on the stage with the band, there were more people on stage than there were in the chairs. We sang a few songs and we prayed. And I got up getting ready to preach. And I was actually complaining to God as I was standing there waiting to step up on stage. I was saying, God, why are there just so many empty seats again? Week after week, we're going through this. I feel like we're, we're doing the right things. I feel like we're doing the things you're asking us to do. But there's just a ton of empty seats. <laughs> and I can remember, it was as clear as if he was standing behind, beside me. I felt like God just kind of said, listen, son, you got to stop worrying about the empty seats. You're, you're not that good. Instead, be thankful that anyone showed up today. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to love them. I want you to serve them. And I want you to teach them. And I want you to leave the church up to me. I want you to leave the empty seats to me. Allow me the time and the opportunity in my timing to fill those seats. Because it's not about the empty seats for you. It's about the seats that are full. And I want you to look into each of those faces. And I want you to see and know the lives of those you are attempting to lead toward me. You have a mission to make disciples, not build the church. You have a mission to love and serve and baptize and teach the people I send to you not to fill the empty seats. And you need to focus on the task and the mission and the calling that I have given you, not on this idea of what you think you're supposed to do, not on this, this idea that has been forced on you by your culture that somehow bigger is always better. You've got to do the simple work of making disciples. If you are faithful with small, haven't I said that I would trust you with more? God has said those who are faithful with little are trusted with more. God has been faithful to bring new guests to, to Hydrant Church almost every week, at least up until this, this COVID stuff happened, until we closed the doors on, on in-person gathering and had to find and express the church in new ways. It really is tough to stand up every week and to keep my attention on a camera instead of on faces. To know that all the seats are empty and to wonder if it makes a difference. To wonder if it matters. And it's in times like this, I think we need to come back to our real mission to make disciples. It doesn't require us to gather in person every week. It doesn't require us to gather online every week. But it requires us to love and serve and teach the people that he's entrusted to us. It is an invitation to make disciples. And we're going to have to rethink how we've done that. It's not about information. It's not about behavior modification. It's about life transformation. And we are all hungry right now for life transformation. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your ministry? 
Are you spending lots of energy and money and resources to prop up some semblance of what church was back in 2019? Or are you leaning forward? Are you leading forward? Are you imagining and rethinking what's possible to make a real difference in the lives of your people and of your community? When this is over, what will your church be known for? Will your church be known for the way that it loved, the way that it served, the way that it fed the hungry, the way that it protected the sick? What will your church be known for? Will you be known as the, the first church back to services? Will you be the, known as the church with the, the slickest online experience? Or will you be known as the church that makes disciples, that loves that serves, that teaches. It's a simple invitation. It's one that, that God constantly calls me back to. Ignore the empty seats. Trust me and focus on the ones I've already filled. Focus on the people that I have given you influence with. Focus on helping them to be everything I created them to be to love the way that I created them to love, to be gifted and to use those gifts and to make the difference that I created them to make. You have purpose, you have meaning, you have identity, you have work to do, and it has nothing to do with the empty seats. I hope that today has been encouraging for you and, and maybe a little freeing as it was for me. I hope that you can see what God is calling you to and to be and do. Now, if this has been helpful to you, you can help us out by sharing the podcast. You can jump on to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. We would love to be able to connect with you. Again, my name is Tim, and it has been a privilege to share these few minutes with you. Look for more content every week from Rethinking Church.